0: And welcome to Conversations with Carissa, a podcast where we'll have conversations so that you and I can learn and grow from the wisdom of others. What is up? <laughs> Man, okay. You know, I was going to attempt not to laugh, but honestly, truthfully, hand up to the sky, it just comes out. So, what's up? Episode 8, it's Thanksgiving, and I just ran to tell my siblings to not scream. (laughs) Um, And it's a few days after my 21st birthday, so this is kind of like a 21st Thanksgiving what's next episode. And we're going to start off with some gratitude. So, oddly enough, I kind of watch random stuff sometimes on YouTube and I came across this travel YouTuber guy and he went to, I believe, Nigeria, one of the most dangerous spots. And someone there was mentioning how freedom is defined as like education, the ability to be happy and explore. And I have been in search of freedom for so long, but I kind of forgot about the freedom that I have been granted thanks to the people who have come before me. So for my gratitude for today, it's just freedom, the freedom to be able to explore and adventure, especially with my friends. Thank you to my (laughs) amazing friends who made my birthday so memorable, Um, so memorable. (laughs) And for my mom, my grandma, who really paved the way even my dad too, just for us kids to have freedom, whatever that may mean to my siblings. It may look different, but that's what I'm grateful for today and for the good food, good food. So for my quote of the day, it is actually coming from my dad. It was one of the drive home drives home that we had to Berkeley. And he, we were having some sort of conversation about career, I think. And he told me, you know, In the most casual way possible, he said, Stay hungry, stay humble, and stay green. And I was like, What do you mean, stay green? That's weird. (laughs) And he's like, You know, like, stay green. Have you never heard of that? I was like, No. He's like, Stay green, like a green apple or a green leaf? I think it was a leaf. No, it could have been a green apple. I think it could have been a green apple. And I was like, Like a Granny Smith or something. And he's like, No, the early stages of an apple, because by the time you're, old and red like me and crumply, you don't have much to absorb. But when you are a fresh apple in this world, you're just absorbing and learning and growing. So stay hungry, stay humble, stay green. That's the quote of the day. And in today's episode, I was going to keep it brief. Um, I wanted to talk about some of the things that I'm leaving behind in my 20th year of life and some things that I'm keeping with me and stuff that I want more of in my 21st year and some of the tools that I want to explore that I've explored to help me get to this place. So I hope you guys enjoy or future Carissa, if you look, listen back to this, let's see what you've kept. (laughs) So in terms of leaving behind, I want to, and I even did this in 2021. I, I kind of wrote out a list of what I'm leaving behind. I have the list right here. Let's see what I said. So I said, um, people using me, lamos. <laughs> I don't know what I meant by that. Anger at this person, uh, the fire, any sadness that was correlated with ne- with it, sadness surrounding death petty, menial arguments, lack of discipline, and a closed mindset. So that's what I said I would leave behind. And I think in this phase of life, I also want to leave behind spite. Now, I think I talked about jealousy or, yeah, I think it was jealousy that you can use as a compass, but I think jealousy and spite are different because I don't want to be spiteful or petty I just think in general, because that's just a waste of energy that you could be better spending on yourself. I think another thing I want to leave behind is the need to please. Um, I think just growing up, I've always felt the need to please my parents and make sure that I do everything up to their standards, so much so that I built my own sort of police or parent in my own head, which has served me well in many regards. But I think when you're doing so much of your day to day life, and you forget that there's some bits and pieces that aren't fully for yourself, or even this leads into my like next point is comparison. So I constantly compared myself even to my older cousins in terms of volleyball. And this brings me to a quote that I heard from one of Actually, one of the girls on my old volleyball team, she said, comparison is the thief of all joy. And when I heard that, I told her to repeat it to me like 10 times, only to find out that that was actually a saying that is in real life. But I think the need to please, the comparison to the you know, older sibling, not me, but older cousins, the people around you, it's very easy to fall into that. So I just want to leave that behind. And then the last thing, that I thought of that I wanted to leave behind is cockiness. Um, I thought of this quote. I kind of live and breathe and thinking quotes. If you haven't caught on at this point, but I was walking out my doorstep, and for some reason, this thought just popped in my head, and I said, "The day I think I know everything is the day I know absolutely nothing." And I was like, "Did I come up with that myself, or did someone just like subconsciously say that to me, and now I just am claiming it as my own?" But I'll just claim it as my own for now until someone says that it's from someone else. But I think it's really easy to think that you know everything in this world. And when I was younger, I definitely did. My parents and my siblings can attest to that. But I feel like the day you think you know everything is the day that you don't. Because there's so many skills, so many languages, so many cultures to learn about that if you think you know all that is in this world, man, you know absolutely everything diddly squat. (laughs) Okay, so that wraps up the things that I'm leaving behind. Maybe I'll think of some other things after this episode, but some of the things that I'm keeping with me. The ability to have resilience or build resilience, I should say, because my therapist and I talked about this a while back where I was like, oh, I'm scared to get hurt again, or I'm scared to like break. And he's like, well, watch your words because, you know, you might not get broken or you might not like absolutely crumble. You might be hurt for a little while or it might sting just a bit, but you've built up this repertoire of resilience that will help you to get up and help you to get up a little bit easier each time. So I want to keep that with me. I also want to keep a sense of curiosity. and this ties in with another thing I want to keep is my inner child. But I'll, I'll start off with my curiosity. So one of the coolest things that I've gotten to experience at my school was when the CFO, uh, the chief financial, is that what it says for? Chief Financial Officer of Nike came to speak to us. It was kind of like an aha moment. I called my dad. He didn't pick up. I called some of my friends and only Callista picked up because <laughs> I just want to share my excitement. But anyways. He said one of the biggest things that helped carry him to where he is today is curiosity and pattern recognition. That's something I want to learn more of, but for this, like, for the purpose of this part of the episode, I'll say curiosity. I I just want to stay green. Like, I don't ever want to stop learning. I want to be able to catch myself in points of even if that I do accidentally fall into like cockiness or spite I want to catch myself and be curious of why do I feel this way if I am comparing myself to this person what is it that I want what is it that my inner knowing is craving or wanting to be or wanting to learn so in that regard having that curiosity to just like be a kid And that ties into inner child, because when we're a kid, like they just look at you and they say, why, why, why? And I never want to look at a flower and just dismiss it. I want to look at it as like, wow, how is it that pink? How is it that purple? Or when a butterfly or a mockingbird like breezes by, I still want to be able to connect to that inner curiosity and inner joy, because I, I read in this book, where was it? I think it was. Uh, getting the love you want, which is one of the books I'm reading. It said one of the most like carefree or blissful times we ever had was when we were in our mother's stomach, because think about it. You're just kind of floating around in that space (laughs) and you have nothing to think about, nothing to compare to, nothing to have expectations being placed on you that wasn't grammatically correct, but you get what I mean. And that was just one of the most blissful times. And in the same way, I want to be able to connect to that freedom and that curiosity. If you're wondering why this episode is like so, it's just because I wanted to have fun with it. I think another thing that ties to what I'm keeping with me is I want to watch my language. I don't want it to be like, oh, I have to, or oh, I got to do this other thing. And that's kind of how I started to get if I'm being so honest. I was like, oh, I need to record another episode. I need to edit, specifically editing, editing, man. I edited that last podcast five times. And all of my edits deleted each time. So going into it, I was like, oh, man. <sighs> so. That ties into two things that I want to have. Like I want to be able to explore and have fun and not feel like there's things that I have to do, but also I just wanted to kind of talk and have fun with this podcast. Hope you're chilling like a villain with me so far. Okay. The next thing that I wanted to keep with me is beating resistance. I finally finished, finally finished The War of Art. Thank you, Jeremy, for this book. It does get kind of philosophical at the end, but it's all about beating resistance, um, and just beating this like notion of procrastination. So, what I mean by beating resistance is honestly starting this podcast and whatever that has to hold for like year twenty one, because when I first even picked up my phone to start recording. So much in me was like, oh, I'm not going to actually post this. And it was a minute and 20 seconds long. My first ever episode. But then I deleted it. And then I re-shot the first episode. And then I was like, okay, well, let's just post it. And there was still some hesitation with that. And I knew that no one was going to hear it if I didn't share it. So I re-downloaded Instagram Instagram. To kind of post it and share it because I knew, like, I didn't even tell my siblings. I didn't tell my best friend. I told nobody about this. And so I kind of just wanted to do it in one fell swoop because I was just scared. You know, when you, like, type something up and you press the send button. Or when you type it up and you don't press send, that's the resistance right there. That's what I want to beat. And so I'm telling you the story because there were so many points. And even today... Just filming, I was debating whether or not I should cook some top ramen with my sister (laughs) or film. And she's like, No, you're probably going to have a stomach ache. So you should probably film first. And I was like, You're right. You're right. You're right. So just seeing those points of resistance and going beyond it because, Oh, where's my journal? Where's my journal? I just had therapy. And my therapist said this fantastic thing. He said, Motivation is a luxury. And when he said that, I was like, oh my gosh. And and he went on to say, we are lucky to have motivation. Um, And when you fall out of it, sometimes that just means like you're growing up, your needs are evolving. But when he said motivation is a luxury, that just made me think, oh my gosh, the fact that I get to do what I love and I still have some sort of resistance with it, what a luxury to have. Anywho, skis, moving forward. Something that I want to also keep with me is family and friends. Um, Well, obviously. (laughs) But what do I actually mean by this? Um, the, The same CFO of Nike, he said he heard this quote from someone who was really high up. Kind of forgot his name. But I think the super high up guy was like, you know what, Mike? was his name, you can honestly move up the ranks. You can climb the corporate ladder and be at the top. But I noticed that your wife is pregnant right now because his wife was pregnant. And he said this. He said, you know what? In one week, maybe some of the people around you will be like, ah, we miss good old Mike. He was so good. And then a month later, they'll be like, oh, yeah. Mike he he helped put the system in place. What a cool guy. And then maybe in 2 years, they'll be like, "Oh, wasn't there some guy named Mike here like a while back? Didn't he do some cool things?" But your family will never forget. They will always be there. Whether that is blood family or not blood family, they will never forget. And when he said that, I just started all because that's that's very correct. I think in high school, I was caught up in, you know, going to college. And then in college, I was focused on getting a job. And I don't know what the future has to hold with my with my career. Uh, But I don't want to lose my family and my friends in the process because they will be the ones that never forget along the process. And last thing I want to keep is discipline. This ties in with the beating resistance part in terms of motivation being a luxury. I think so much of this year has been a result of my my ability to push through even when motivation was gone, even when I really didn't want to. It was the discipline that held me together. I think my therapist also said that discipline is a, is a skill or where did he say? Let's look through my journal. Yes, I have it plastered right in front of me. He said... Actually, I didn't write it down. <laughs> but it was something along the, along the lines of discipline, being a skill, and just being able to continually build that trust with yourself to do it even when you don't want to. So those are the things I'm keeping with me. And the things that I want more of, I think I also put this in uh, my list from last year. And one of them is more whole foods. Because when I think about it, I love coming home. Don't get me wrong. The food is delicious, but I'm also utterly tired. Some of the food, delicious, but not the best for you. So moving forward, if we think of our body as like a car, it really needs good premium gas to keep us going and energetic. And I feel like when I eat good food, when I eat whole foods or you're not supposed to have too many uncooked vegetables, but that's that's maybe we'll go into nutrition in another episode. But when you have good fuel, you feel so much more energetic. That's not to say you can't treat yourself, but I definitely think that when I eat good, I feel good, and I can do more. Um, and then the next thing I want to do more of is invest. So this is both financially and mentally and physically. So uh, I do want to do an episode a little bit further down the line with one of my friends who is a wealth manager. Uh, this can pertain to all age ranges, whether you're young, a little bit plus one of young. Um, but I want to be able to invest for the part, like nearest future and then far future. And then lastly, I really don't want to fall prey to just consuming. Um, this is something that I really want to learn more about in terms of capitalistic culture of consuming gifts, like even for Christmas, I don't even really want like consumer-ish gifts. I want things to give and receive things that are more of an investment in my life. Um, and I'm still looking to see what that is. So and then in terms of physically, I want to keep with the working out, as I talked about with Christy, but exploring different different ways to do that because, I saw this quote. It was like, um, every three months, learn a skill and get really, really good at it. I think it was 90 days. Ignore the time metrics. But the fact that you could learn a new skill, whether that's crocheting, Catherine, or cooking, or I don't even know, kickboxing. Imagine if you learned a new skill every three months. The amount of skills that you could just whip out of your back pocket, like that's insane. And podcasting, I guess, is a skill for me that I'm currently learning and refining. So this is a skill that I'm kind of trying out right now. But in the near future, who knows what other skills I I have or I will have and can learn and can continue to invest in my life. And I just think everything is so intertwined that if I were to pick up another skill, somehow it would weave its way into my life now. So that's kind of the second thing that I want more of, which is to invest in myself. And the last thing I want to end off with is some tools that I've just learned recently to be able to do this. One is something that I learned from my GSI in my leadership and development class. Thank you, Bushra. Um, it's the ability, or I don't know if it's the ability, just to set a date with yourself, like the same way you would set up a date with a significant other. Setting a date with yourself to I don't. Whether that be to go over your budget, setting a, a budget date with yourself, or just setting a date to figure out what you want in the next two or three years. I love the concept of setting a specific time um, the same way you would set some time with someone else. Some of the other things that the CFO mentioned was Shoe Dog and Engine 2. Never heard of those, but I might try and explore those next. Um, some of the tools that I've used in the past that have really helped me is Atomic Habits. Thank you, Catherine, for that book. And then The War of Art. I really think this is what inspired me to start this along with Oprah in the first place, is beating my resi- but resistance and just trying something that is creative that I hadn't yet seen done. And I think being able to explore that and find that for myself was just so cool. And so The War of Art helped me do that. I'm trying to think of some other things. I really love podcasts. And I got asked today, like, how long have you been listening to Oprah from my cousin? And I thought back, I I don't know when I started listening. I don't know if it was back in her, the Oprah show days, but I just love her. Anyways, I'm rumbling. That's not the right word. Rambling. <laughs> I'm rambling now. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I can't wait to look back on this. And I would encourage you to, even if it's not your birthday, uh, to just think about some of the things you want to leave behind. Maybe write down in a notebook and just throw away. Leave that forever and see what you want to keep with you or what you want more of. Giving yourself a date or taking yourself out to some Chipotle and then you set some time to think about this stuff. but it's not thought about uh, it's not thought of it's not thought about enough as i think it should be there we go words all right word if you like this awesome if you didn't awesome at least you know what you don't like now <laughs> all right 22 just kidding i'm 21 let's see what life has in store for me and for you thanks for listening these last two minutes of I don't even know. Okay, peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of Conversations with Carissa.